Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Natasha and I have talked about, I don't know if it's a regret, but wondering if, like, one of the things I do think about is I never really laid out for Hot 99 for management or, like, Kane, like, like, all of his behavior. Like, really laid it out. I kind of was, like, I, I was working on myself. I was getting to the bottom of my mindful eating and... I came to the conclusion like I needed to leave, right? And, I, and I've and i always wanted to be a talk show host on my own and do these other things. So it was like, okay, I'm going to leave, right? But Natasha and I have talked about this. Like, should you ever confront, I don't know if confront's the right word, but we I think we've both had regrets like maybe we should have tried to help Kane. But is that, again, going back to that like, oh, if I just could be better to him, is that like still like kind of a caretaker's mentality? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. it uh, I think you did probably both try in the way that you were saying, this isn't working. Look what you're doing. You're, I'm going to have to leave now because the way you're acting. There's not a lot of um, self-reflection and accepting blame or feeling a growth, you know. Um, the other thing that happens 
is that narcissists often, um, they need to be special and they need the people around them to be special. So they love bomb you in the beginning. You're so great. You're amazing. You know, you're exceptional and, and unbelievable. And so you feel really good in the beginning. Like it feels like, and they're usually very charming and charismatic. And then when you're not perfect or you challenge them in some way, you're not, you go from here to, to in the dirt, right? There's no middle ground, right? Are you nodding your head, Natasha? You feel Yeah, I mean, 100%. very much so. A hundred percent. I was thinking back to, you know, how he was like that with me. Um, and when he was doing the morning show here and he used to, you know, talk about me on the air and, uh, you know, just fawn over me and introduce me to people as being, you know, the amazing one in the marriage and the relationship and, you know, the woman behind the scenes and all those things that I wanted to hear. And I remember when he hired Sarah and it was, he would fawn over her and ha and how great she was and how funny she was and how she made the show. And my gosh, it's like it was, I don't know if it was an intentional setup. I don't think he even realized he was doing it, but gosh. Yeah, and then and then a switch flips and then you're you're on the bad side, and that is a bad, bad place to be. Right. And then he and then it all that love turns into hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Robin, I mean, it does feel good, though. It's almost like a Prince Charming thing. Like suddenly somebody sees me, you know, like, oh, yeah, Cinderella and the Prince, like, you know, the shoe fits and I'm and it feels really good. That's the danger. That's why narcissists break up so many marriages. You know, they like dive in and love bomb somebody. And this person feels like, wow, this is so much better than my husband. <laughs> and then and then then. As soon as they break up the marriage, they're done. That happens. That happens a lot, actually. Hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. All right. Be on guard listening to this podcast. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but Robin, how should how should people treat you? Because you know, one of the things that was very hard because because Hot ninety nine five was the first. I'd had a radio job for about a. I'd had two different radio jobs for about a year. Coworkers were great. For the most part, it was easy, right? Maybe you, maybe somebody had an issue. They talked to you about it. Everybody moves on, right? But right. then working in that environment for six years and leaving, it was really hard. Like I, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, and, and Natasha does, but then I went on to work at DC's 107.3 at a morning right. show. It was really hard because it's like you're almost waiting for people to treat you that way. And I guess... What, what can what can you do after you've had an experience with a narcissist? My God, a narcissist has blown up your marriage. You've gotten right. then like how do you trust again? Or you've worked with a narcissistic boss who's made your life hell for six years. How do you work and thrive again? Oh my gosh! I mean, I think that's PTSD, right? Mm -hmm. It's just it's trauma. I mean, you have to talk to a therapist and become clear about you know. Uh, how do I, what's real and what's not? I think, doesn't it help? I mean, it helps a lot to just have somebody say, even if you just read about it, you see, this is what a narcissist is. And you see, check, 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 check. Oh my gosh, that's what was happening, right? But after years of it, it's hard to be yourself again, isn't it? It's hard to take risks. It's hard to not flinch. Feel like, you know, someone's gonna do that to me again. I'm sure that's really hard. And I mean, you just, you just, you have to get through it. I mean, I would question, for me, the question is, 
why was I in that relationship? You know, what do I need to work on for me that I, I'm not such a people pleaser that I put my needs so far back that I'm willing to be abused, you know, in this emotional abuse way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's almost hard to see that it's happening. I'm still wrestling with that. I think, and you've known this about me, I am a people pleaser. And you know, remember one of the things I would say to you, and Natasha, you probably don't even remember saying this to me, but when we were in Tampa one time, and this this was not a negative on you, it was because I, I, I'm trying to think of where in my childhood this came from, but we were all partying one time on the party bus and I was drinking and I always felt like at events I had to be drinking and having the most fun for everybody. And you said to me, Natasha, you never disappoint. And I, and I took that as like, I can't disappoint. And it wasn't, it wasn't oh. you. I don't want you to don't, it's not you. It was me because <laughs> I think from being, I just think I'm trying to think of really from my childhood. I think being like a really overweight kid and not like getting picked on for so long. And then when I started to fit in, I think it felt so good. It was like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do, like go along to get along. You know what I mean? Yes. And even yeah. now I'm I'm really trying to speak up like my own opinions on my own podcast, which is crazy. <laughs> like because it's my own show. But truly like seeing, you know, there's things in in whatever pop culture or politics that I disagree with. And like lots of times I'm afraid to say anything because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to get canceled or I don't want to get backlash. But I'm th- that's my goal of 2023 is to say it in a way that's not like you have to agree with me, but basically going against the grain, if that's what I believe and saying, look, I don't know, I could be wrong in a year, but th- right now I feel like X, you know, like, and that's right. hard for me to do because I feel like, oh, I'm going to lose listeners or people that thought they knew one way of me, you know, I, and I, I just think, I don't know where the hell that comes from. I don't know. I'm rambling, but I'm dealing with part of it. Part of it is from Cain. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be in trouble if I say the wrong thing. And there's no forgiveness. Right. You know, it's like that, that, that idea that I have to be perfect and I can't make a mistake and I can't change my mind and I can't, you know, um, say no, you know, this is like, um, all these things that people pleasers are sort of have trouble with become exacerbated when you're in a relationship with a narcissist because all of those things you just you're tap dancing as fast as you can you know you're not thinking about what do i feel what do i want um and that's sort of we're kind of crossing over into codependency you know people pleasing all of that stuff that um you know the book by glennon doyle called untamed do you guys know that book? Yes, I haven't yeah. read it, but I, I – okay, it's on my list. Oh my gosh, you have to read that book. Okay. So good. But she says that, you know, we don't know how to have fun if we've spent our life worrying about not what we like, but whether we're liked. Not what we want, but what people, other people want. You know, not what we need, but what that person needs. It's just like we don't have – we're not in touch with what we need and want. And even having an opinion, Sarah, like – What's my opinion about this? It's great. It's a great um, goal in 23. It's just like, I'm just going to say what I think. I might be wrong. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Because, yes, I mean, it, it's really hard. And it. And I do think it stems from, um, and it was really crazy on the Kane show because lots of times we'd, it was always about, remember, I was the one that was the voice of reason and had to be nice. So yeah. it was, it's hard now, like, 
to not be, I mean, so I'm, I feel like I'm getting there more and more, but still, even on my own show, it's like hard not to be nice. And I mean, I am genuinely nice. I love, but also like, I do feel like I have opinions and I don't give a fuck, but I really want to say those, you know? <laughs> They're not, it's, that's not the opposite of nice, right? That's <laughs> true. That's true. Right. It's it's hard when you spend years with the uh, these uh, behaviors being ingrained in you, you know, I mean- my goodness, right. he's been dead for a year and a half. We've been divorced for, I don't know, like 10 years, eight years. And it's still, it still controls a lot of the way that I, that the things that happen in that relationship still controls my behavior now. Mm -hmm. I, it's, I try to catch, I, I just catch glimpses of it sometimes. It's like, as time goes by, it goes away. But when you spend that much time living out of fear and behaving out of fear, like I was thinking about this when, when you were talking, um, I remember it, it was so stupid. I, not to get all into it, but you know, I ended up having to settle and sign this ridiculous um, divorce agreement because I ran out of money and the whole thing just needed to be done. And he had so many stupid stipulations in there. And one of them was um, on my days to drive the girls to school, in, in one school year, I couldn't be late to school more than three minutes, three times. And if I was late more than three minutes, three times in one school year, I would permanently lose an overnight. And oh that God. was, it's ridiculous now. And that, and I just told myself, you know what? I just need to sign this. I'm never really late driving the girls to school anyway. So I'll just sign it because it, it won't matter. But it did something to me where then even now when I see like, we're going to be a little late to school. I, just yesterday, I was two minutes late dropping my four-year-old off at pre-K and I panicked. Like that panic came in of, I'm going to get in trouble. I like almost like I'm going to somehow lose my kid because I'm late to school, something that every parent does and really doesn't matter. But it's still the, the irrational fear. Just, I feel like it's going to be with me the rest of my life. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's so hard. Oh my gosh. You know, it's a kind of, um, yeah, PTSD from having lived under that hammer for so long. Yeah. But you can't. It's can, like an automatic reflex. Yeah, it is. Right. But I do think you can heal it. I do think you can do some, that the trauma therapy, um, have you tried trauma therapy? Honestly, I haven't. I haven't tried trauma therapy I haven't really I, I know I have some PTSD but I haven't like addressed it I I've been too afraid to dig it up because really? I feel like I barely like I got out of that whole relationship and I mean even all the way up until he died is what I mean by getting out of it like by the skin of my teeth I survived that and now I've built up this you know, this well-running family and the kids are happy and everybody's doing well. And I am so afraid to rock the boat and bring any of that up ever again that I haven't, but that's probably pretty unhealthy. I probably should. Well, that might be why you're doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, that's the true. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason I did the interview with Sarah, you know, she and I spoke about it and I said, I just, I guess I want, I didn't even think about it, that it would be healing for me, but I just wanted all of that pain to have some good come out of it. Just yeah. if it can help somebody else out, then maybe, 
I can rationalize in my brain that it's okay that it happened. Mm. Like there's a reason that it happened. Right, right. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine, or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Well, I mean, you did not deserve that, Natasha. You didn't do anything to make it happen to you and it should never have happened to you. I didn't realize this was going to be like personal therapy session. Sarah, you should have prepared me. She's the best. She's the best. I mean, it's just that we always, you still blame yourself in a way. And I get it. You know, that's what we do. It's, it's our strength, but also like, you know, our vulnerable place, our Achilles heel. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, it's hard not to blame yourself, especially with with someone like him. You know, it's just he oh, was yeah. so I've never met anybody else that could manipulate the way that he could have every judge, attorney, anybody that he met had him convinced. I mean, yeah. Sarah knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like he, that's all of management. Look at, you know, this mega company, iHeart. They were tap dancing for him just to keep him happy. But yeah, oh. Robin, this is going to be one of my questions, although we're kind of having a moment here. But no, go, please move on. Well, two things. One is, Robin, you've obviously seen many clients over the years in all kinds of different ways, right? And obviously your specialty is really working with couples, but was Kane like a really extreme example or is this happening to like, I can't figure out like, were we kind of like, we just met truly the wrong human that was like brought into our lives or do people like Kane exist a lot more than we think? They exist a lot more than you think. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It's, it's true. I get... exist, they often exist in positions of power. You know, because they have this ability to manipulate people and they, they're ruthless. They don't give a shit about anyone else. So they get up there and then, well, we have a good example, you know, running the country. <laughs> not yeah. now, but before. I mean, you could see, <laughs> I hate to be, not to get political, but it was like, an, it was like, as you could see the, the narcissism so clearly. Yes. And still, like, there's no accept, ex, there's never an acceptance of blame ever. You know, it's never my fault. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest, you know. Um, 
I joke about that all the time. Don't feel bad saying it. My family, you know, is is all red Republicans. And even they joke that uh, yeah. Peter was like Donald Trump, that they were both at that wow. next level narcissist. Really? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, it. to what you were saying, Sarah, like I get it. I would like to think he is just this one off that, you know, we both happen to encounter and it was this trauma in our lives. But then that's the end of it. But I get messages all the time from women who they're either their exes or their current spouse is is a cane and they don't know what to do because, you know, just like you were saying, that person gets to this level of power because they're so determined and, and that grandiosity that then when they become your enemy, that is a heck of a Goliath to go up against. Right. That's right. And we've, I mean, you're right, you bring it up, I I should say that, like, look at Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. I mean, we have seen over the years, like, these guys now beginning to, you know, all the women that went through all that with those guys, I mean, they know exactly what we're going through. I mean, they had it even worse. So it's, it really exists. And why is it, and maybe this guy's book talks about this, but why is it generally men that tend to be narcissists? Well, it's not only, but more often it is. And I don't know why, but there maybe it's patriarchy. I mean, there are the ones that mm. are in power. But I do see a lot of people whose mothers were narcissists. And if you have, if you have a mother who's a narcissist, it's a horrible uh, thing to try to deal with, you know, because it doesn't change. And as adults, a lot of people just have to cut them off because that kind of gaslighting and blaming and you know, needing to always be right and always need praise and, you know, the, all of that stuff doesn't go away. Um, How do you know when the situation you're dealing with is is gaslighting or it is your fault or you are maybe a little crazy? Like, I feel, you know, gaslighting is Merriam-Webster's word of 2022 and everything and everybody's talking about it and it gets thrown out pretty easily. But how do you know the difference of when you're being gaslit or if it's a problem that maybe you do need to look at about yourself? Well, it's, you know, it, I think the question is, does it always go that way? You know, if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone where you're always wrong and you're always the one at fault and you're always the crazy one. Um, well, that's clearly gaslighting, you know, it can't always be your fault. And, also, you have a hopefully people around you that can help you see reality. You know, mm. you need the reality check of not just wait a minute. That's not how I saw it. Let me check with this person. Does this sound right to you? You know, you need backup because that's the worst thing. That's why mothers who are narcissists are so hard because they have you isolated and they, um, yeah, can cause a lot of damage to somebody's inability to un- to trust themselves. You know, don't you think it comes down to trusting yourself, though? Like, um, yeah, it's yeah, I think I I forgot how to trust myself. You know, when you're in the middle of it, you you lose that inner voice because the other person's voice is so loud. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's like it's a form of brainwashing, really. It really is. It really is. That sounds crazy, but it's true. It's totally true. Yeah. 
Um, this goes back to the other thing I was going to say to you, Robin, which Natasha maybe hits for you. But one of the things that Robin taught me, one of the sayings that I love of Robin's is what you resist persists. And it just came I up for me. I didn't make it up, but it is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't invent it. But but Robin would say that to me, right? Because I imagine like for Natasha, right? She's she's like, I have this like great home now. And okay, Kane is passed. So like we should move we should move on and we shouldn't go there, right? And which reminds me of like when my dad died and my mom, right? It was like we grieved for two weeks and then it's like, okay, we're not going there anymore, right? Which right. sounds good at the time, but it's like you resist it and then it shows back up. So, you know, what can people do if you're feeling like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go there. I don't want to talk about my narcissistic mother anymore. I don't, you know, because it almost <laughs> seems like these themes are like Cain, right? You kind of keep talking about them. And of course, the more you talk about them, they lose their power, right? Yeah. But it's hard. Well, that's part of the the way that you you reality check with Natasha. Like, was it like this for you? Yes, it was like, like you're just getting reality, you know, uh, getting a sense of what, what, what really happened. But I, um, I think it's, you know, when you need, when you can move on or when you're kind of holding something you know, over here, it's, it reminds me of grief. You know, when, when you're grieving and you can't, you know, you have to move on with your life, but you're grieving. It's right here. So you compartmentalize it. Like, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to think about it, but it's right here in your peripheral vision all the time. There's a lot of effort to keeping that out of the way until you integrate it and process it, spend some time integrating it. You know, it's going to feel like a bomb that could explode. You know, I just had a client describe it as being locked down all the time, mm. you know, cause it's, there's a lot of, you know, there's just emotion that needs to come out. You need to talk about it. And, um, so I, I don't think, I don't think people spend too much time on it or, you know, it's like, you need to talk about it. You need to, it's, it's so, eh. It's not a small thing to have a, a narcissist in your life that's affecting you closely. And this thing about, I can't stop talking about it. This is my casual diagnostic criteria for any personality disorder is I can't stop talking about this person because they're not making sense, you know? Mm. So you constantly, um, well, why would they do that? I don't get that. You know, you, you can't stop talking about them. And that's probably a sign something's going on. They're not you know, healthy, they're not healthy. Yeah. Cause man, when you have healthy work relationships, at least for me, it was like, this is so foreign. This is like amazing. <laughs> this is like, I mean, I can't believe, I can't believe, right. I can't believe these people call you and go, Hey, you know, would you mind not doing that next time? Or can we do this a little different? Um, okay, great. I just wanted to talk to you about that. All right. See you tomorrow. Like, and then they speak yeah. to you again and then they still work with you and they still, it's like, Whoa, this is, wild mm. <laughs> this feels how long cool. were you at the radio show how long did you work for Kane? six years six years but I feel like it was, was young. you know it was yeah I was young I started when I was 25 and I left when I was 31 so I feel like it was like that formidable and you know it was just I, I've talked to so many other people like that never had any sort of work situation you know they've worked at a place for 10 years or they've moved on and people wish them well and even had them a going away party <laughs> like I'm like I don't know what that would be like 
Um, you know, and, and right. I, I, I keep doing so much work on it, like with you. And then of course, you know, Dan and I have been in couples therapy for a long time. So sometimes it comes up and it's still great to like talk about it. And then of course, re, you know, connecting with Natasha. And for me, this series has been totally therapeutic. It's like the, oh my God, the best, just, you know, saying everything we wanted to say that really, honestly, we never would have said if he were still alive, cause we know there would have been retaliation. So it's like, yeah. it feels so good. You know, I want to say something about what you said, Sarah, because I noticed you were saying, you know, other places where you work in, and then they have a party for you when you leave. And, and there was a little pause. And I think there's probably some sadness. Six years is a long time to be connected to those people and yeah. to put your heart out there and work as hard as you did. And then it's just cut off. You're just oh. like thrown out the door. It's, it's traumatic. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It was, it was very traumatic. And yeah, I mean, it's like you do, you, you, because that was the thing, like we worked so hard. I mean, and that was one of the things you said to me, because we got up at, I got up at three in the morning, you know, I had no life for six years because they didn't want you to have a life. And, you know, I worked from basically like three to three and you were the one that said to me, it's not normal that you work 12 hours. You shouldn't be on call for them 20, you know, 18 hours out of the day, five days a week. That's not like, I didn't even realize that wasn't normal. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the brainwashing. Yeah. And I still, a lot of people from there still don't speak to me, which I mean, you know, I'm better with now, but it is hard because yeah, you give your, you gave so much. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't do anything wrong. It's like you, right. you're shunned from the community as if you're the problem. Right. Um, yeah. Listen, I have a, I have a six o'clock, so I have only five minutes. No, that's yeah, perfect. I mean, I there was so on. much good stuff in there. Oh my God, Robin, we so can much. talk to you for three hours. And so, you know, everybody knows I'm obsessed with Robin. You know, you, you, couples therapy, individual therapy, mindful eating therapy. That's what brought me there. I always say, if you have food issues, you should call Robin. You are going to be taking on new clients in January, right? Right. That's right. Book her. You, you will be booked, Robin. Robin is the best. She is normally located in Tacoma Park, Maryland. Um, do you see, do you prefer to see people now in person or you'll take on new clients over Zoom? What do you? I'm, I'm only in the office two days a week because people have just decided to stay on Zoom. People prefer it. Yeah. So I, I like it too and it works fine. Um, but some people like to be in the office. So two days a week I'm in the office. Okay, and the website is robinmize.com, M-I-Z-E.com, so people can get in touch with you. Robin, love you. This was so good. Thanks for having so me, you guys. It's so, so great to be with you both, and it's, it is therapeutic. I feel like it is. So it is. It really is. Save one of those slots for me when you uh, take on new clients. I get, I get the first one. Okay. Robin's the greatest. The greatest. All right, Robin, love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.